Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right, we're back. Golden Gold Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Drew Collins, joined as always by my good friend, James Carr. James, in light of all the Champions League that went on yesterday and Arsenal winning, how do you feel? I mean, has Arsenal turned the corner? I guess i got to start there. Well, that's, uh, you know, I, I think we can really point to a pivotal moment in Arsenal's turning around, and uh, that was about two weeks ago on the Golden Bowl podcast when we compared them at length to the University of Georgia. And mm-hmm. since then, we've seen two divergent paths, Arsenal, has uh, seemed to overcome the curse. Uh, UGA seems to have succumbed to it. Uh, mm-hmm. But beating Pep Guardiola, um, you know, it's a big deal. Actually, <laughs> somewhat funny, Arsenal posted today a big, big picture of Arsene Wenger. It was a statistic. He was the first manager to beat Pep Guardiola in the Champions League at both Barcelona and Bayern. And I think wow. the, Twitter comment, the Twitter comment was, Hey, it's almost as good as a trophy. <laughs> oh wow, that is good. That is that is good. That is good Twitter banter right there for sure. Classic um, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> that is why we enjoy Twitter. Um, speaking of Twitter, you can follow James at James Carr eighty nine. You can follow myself at Collins Drew, and we are um, really excited about our guest today, Andre Girard. He is the uh, co-founder of TheSpecialOnes.com. Uh, Andre, glad to have you on. I, we really wanted to bring you on just because, because your knowledge of uh, soccer in general, but it, it works in well with uh, your knowledge of La Liga, especially with Pep Guardiola, what happened yesterday. I think that some people predicted, you know, that Byron may struggle a little bit in Champions League with him. I know that kind of sounds crazy since he's uh, really, really well-renowned, but do you see this as, as a possible sign for trouble in the upcoming, uh, you know, round of 16, or do you think this is just a one-off game? I personally think it was a one-off game, really. I mean, the the team pretty much, they played well enough. They just couldn't get enough chances on target. Lewandowski really didn't have enough room to breathe as much. And even though Douglas Costa was just tearing Bellerine to shreds, it was it just, it just seemed like a pep-type performance. They do all this possession. They have over 600 passes. They possess the ball a lot, but all you need to do is find one opportunity. And then, you know, they kind of get stuck if, if you score against them. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, I think it is a one-off game. I think they'll figure it out. They still need to bring Robert and Ribéry back into the fold, which is even more of a scary – it's even scarier to think of when you think about it. So, yeah, I just think for now it's a one-off, but – you know, for the future for Pep and, you know, going into the quarterfinals, semifinals, he has to figure out how to adjust because that seems like that's a problem with him. You know, even with the, even with injuries, even with teams kind of stacking up against him, 
he finds it a problem to adjust and to work his way around it. Yeah, seems like he's more reliant on a system. Um, he's not willing to be flexible. Uh, also, you can find Andre on Twitter at a h t four zero zero five, and also um, the special one s dot com. The special number one s dot com. Go check that site out. You'll really uh, get a lot out of it like we have thus far. Um, Andre, I guess a good question for us is: as James and I speak about the EPL a lot, and as a Liverpool supporter, um, it's it's finally turned around to where I have a little bit of optimism uh, in the next in the next few years. Um, what I want to know from you is you look at the EPL, you look at La Liga, can you tell me some similarities and maybe some differences uh, overall in the leagues? Well, I mean, you could just look at Gareth Bell, you know, when he played for Tottenham and then when he plays for Real Madrid. You know, Gareth is, with Tottenham, he's able to do more because he's able to just break through and, you know, spread his legs out and just go. With Real Madrid, teams are dropping off. You need to be a little bit, little bit more technical to, you know, break past them instead of just using your pace to go past them. And, I mean, I think that's kind of, you know, a difference between La Liga and the EPL. Not that the EPL is not technical. I don't want to get that twisted with anything. But it's just more – it's faster. The EPL is faster. La Liga is a little bit slower, a little methodical. You have to find a way to break down teams, not because that they're more tactical than others, but just because it's a little bit slower and you have to figure it out. That's kind of similar to most of the continental games. Yeah, and it's weird how the English would just the English teams would just let him run by them. I never understood why no one yeah. adjusted. I, I really never understood that, and I, you know, it was you kind of saw it coming that he would have to adjust a lot and. Um, in La Liga. You bring up some good points. And, and just to, to be fair, uh, Andre is a Valencia supporter, so that, that is probably why he uh, tends to watch a little bit more Liga, La Liga than most. Yeah. Although, if you do have time, I mean, you know, watching the super clubs over there are very interesting. I don't follow enough of some of the um, <clears throat> bottom tier clubs, but are, are there any that you suggest watching if you have time besides, you know, um, Atleti, Barcelona, and, and Real Madrid? Well, Celta Vigo is I think they're close to being top of the table at the moment. They're playing Real Madrid this weekend, so catch them out. Villarreal is pretty good. Sevilla, they're playing against Manchester City um, today, Wednesday. Um, I think, yeah, those are, the, those are the clubs. Other than, obviously, you need to watch Valencia, huh? huh? So, <laughs> so, yeah, I think those are the couple of clubs that are playing well, and those are a couple of clubs that, you know, you didn't keep your eye on. I've got a, a question, uh, and it kind of relates back to the, the first two topics we discussed, and that being the uh, sort of methodical nature of um, La Liga and also Pep Guardiola's style of play. And I'm sort of, I'm sort of, in, I'm very interested by the, the timeline uh, of events that occurred with Pep's transition. And uh, I also kind of tie it back into the Spanish national team and the German national team. And so, obviously, we saw for quite a while there, there was a, a curve where Barcelona was, was basically winning everything, uh, if not Real Madrid did. The same with the Spanish national team. I mean, they went on a you know, crazy streak of winning major tournaments. Uh, but then, you know, it was almost like a schism broke. It was like the Bayern attack. And you mentioned Ribéry and Robin 
who are out right now, and we're obviously a major part of that. Um, but then you also saw the, the, the German team uh, really just come out and from Bayern to the German national team have you know, really went directly at Barcelona, really attacked them, put them on their back foot, or at least tried to. And that seemed to be a strategy that worked um, in terms of taking down the Spanish giants. So I find it interesting then that Pep went to Bayern and is now trying to sort of bring the Barcelona style to Bayern when Bayern has been assembled to beat Barcelona. I'm wondering what the, uh, you know, if that, that sort of tension can, will last, if it will keep going, or if the players at, at Bayern are you know, talented enough that it doesn't really necessarily matter what system it's going to be. They have enough talent to rise above what any opposition they're going to face. Yeah, I mean, you, you saw that with the Arsenal game. I mean, just the fact that they couldn't really break down Arsenal and Petacek was phenomenal in the game, too. Um, they couldn't break them down. They couldn't figure out a way to go past them. And, you know, with the Germans, how they feel about Pep, you, you, all, you already heard rumblings about Bayern Chief and higher-ups having a problem with his style of play and not being what they want to do and how they want to play for this team. So, yeah, I think it, it is pretty weird that, you know, by, this team was made to beat by Barcelona and Pep, and now Pep's bringing over that exact same style. It is. And so, I mean, even taking that a step further, obviously you get guys like Ribéry and, and Robin back. Your, your lineup is going to see a boost. But those two may be the two most specific players who I would have identified on Bayern as not fitting into Barcelona. And they're not yep. two guys you think of as holding on to the ball. They're the two guys flying up the wing and creating chances, which obviously does happen at Barcelona too. But it's not what, not what they're designed to do. Yeah, and I'm interested to see what happens because you have Douglas Costa there. I mean, you can only have you can only really have two wingers on the field at the same time. Right. I mean, you could put all three of them up there, but that would just be <laughs> I, I would love to see that. But yeah, that's going to be another interesting thing to see is who's going to be on the way out, who's not going to be playing each and every week. And I think you have to question: Are either of those guys better right now in their career than Douglas Costa is right now? I mean, I, I, I think so. Yeah, too, I mean, too many injuries. I mean, they they get back from injury and they're back injured again. You can't, you can't really right. run up much, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, guys, um, kind of transitioning to the EPL talk, I want to get to a little bit of this. We, we have to give Arsenal credit uh, yes. for winning yesterday, doing a great job uh, beating Byron. And, and you also kind of have to look at Chelsea once again and say, What's going on? I mean, you know, they just cannot score goals. And if it weren't a gift from our mighty goalkeeper, um, Brad Guzon, <laughs> over the weekend, I, I mean, you know, what, 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 do they actually end up scoring against Villa at home? I don't know. Maybe, maybe mm. not. Um, and, and I guess I want to judge, uh, get, get some of you guys to gauge where you think Arsenal is. You know, I've been a, a big Arsenal supporter all year. I thought they were going to win it. It didn't look so good. Now it's starting to look good, which means next week it probably won't look so good. Chelsea, um, who knows? I mean, are we? What kind of of threat level are we at? Are we at the the threat level where we can't talk banter in the uh, in the dressing rooms again? I mean, Andre, how how do you feel about Chelsea at the moment? Do you think 
Do you think this is is serious? Well, like I've said numerous times on the special ones, they need Jesus, man. They, they need to pray. <laughs> they need to they need to go to church on Sundays, and they just need to pray with the sins, especially John there. <laughs> Oh, and, and well, t- put, put Mr. Costa in there, too. Yep, oh, yep, this is true. This is true. He definitely needs to go. Now, wait, a quick side question. It, was your website dedicated to finding the next Jose Mourinho? I'm going to plead the fifth there. What do you think, James? I mean, do you think there there is a real reality? I mean, I know there is. They're so far. No, not so far, but they're down the table. Do you think there's a real reality they may not finish top four? Um, it's it's pretty difficult to tell who's going to, you know, because they, they could certainly go on a streak. But here's what I will say, that long term, they could be in a lot more trouble than it appears. And the reason for this is because you look at Jose Mourinho's last tenure at Chelsea when he was there beforehand. And, and we talk about this a lot, but it's about cohesion and, and team building. And, you know, back when, when Mourinho's first reign, he had the goalkeeper set. He had his central defender set. And then, to be fair, he had Ashley Cole set as well. Then he had Frank Lampard set in the middle. And then he had Didier Drogba set at the top. And if you can get that sort of cohesion where, you know, the backs can play up to the middle, can play up to the top, and they all know each other and where they're going to be, you have a lot more easier time filling in holes because then people can come in and play roles and someone can add a bit of speed to the wing and someone can play more defensive or more aggressive or, or what have you. And I think that Chelsea and Manchester United have both lost that. And I think you're starting to see it. Uh, emerge in uh, on the field because it only is taking one or two mistakes to unravel these teams. And um, I think Bayern and Barcelona are both good examples of the opposite. They're teams that have you know been building and been keeping structures in place for a long time. Uh, it's it's really just an unfortunate nature of transition. Chelsea has all of the pieces they could want to plug in. They have half a million players out on loan, but what they don't have. Right is a core who totally understands each other, where they're going to be, where they like the ball, and all the stuff that really makes a team hum. Andre, you've, you've played um, high-level soccer. you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you need that cohesiveness. You need, you need each part kind of, you know, being connected to the other. And if you don't have it, it, it really struggles. I mean, you look at this Chelsea team. When you see – you see Matches not playing well because Seth is not really giving them any sort of protection either in keeping the ball or, you know, playing any sort of defense or having a positional set. And that, in turn, makes John Terry and um, it, it, Cahill. Yeah, Cahill. That makes them susceptible to, you know, players getting in behind them or beating them off the dribble. So it it's all it all connects. You know, Ivanovic not playing well. That makes Cahill even more vulnerable. You know, he already mm-hmm. has John Terry who's slow, and he has Matic who's kind of not in the right frame of mind. Then you know that makes him susceptible to even more mistakes. And then you have Diego Costa who has not been playing well, and he hasn't been playing well. So and Hazard's now players are now more keen on him, making sure he doesn't get. Hit 
get what he's doing and dribbling around and playing off players and scoring goals. And Seth not playing well doesn't help Diego Costa. So, yes, everything is all connected. I mean, this team really isn't playing well, and I don't know what quick fix Marino can actually do mm-hmm. to help. Okay, so so who do you think top four? Do you have you have Liverpool, you have Spurs, or Chelsea? Which one? Who do you think makes it in that fourth spot? To for right now, for what we're seeing, the type of players, the type of games we're seeing, it pains me to say this. I don't think it's going to end like this, but Tottenham seems like the more likely team to finish that. Yeah. As of now. Well, yeah, I, I think. You, but you guys bring up cohesion. I think they're the most, you know, they have the most out of those two teams. That's certainly true, and and that's not something you usually say of a Tottenham team. I mean, since you know Gareth Bale would have been a great player for them to build around, um, and you know they 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 Tottenham is you know well known for shipping off their best player sure. in terms Luka of Luka Modric. Yeah, right. I mean, there, you could you can find a number of of players um, you know that have really shaken up that team. But I would say I would agree that the Tottenham does have that that right now. However, I would say that um, if, if I'm betting on the full season, I'm going to take uh, Liverpool. I think yeah, that's a nice. Well, I think that the the positive Come on board, James. Well, listen. You know that I'm not gonna I'm not saying this just because you're on the show. I'm much more inclined <laughs> to make fun of Liverpool than I, I am to support them. But I think with the positive momentum that's that Jurgen Klopp has brought to the club. Um, you know, I think in the long run, there's there's a run in there. And I think uh, almost similar, you could say, to a couple of years ago with, with Brendan Rodgers. You know, once he got that team sort of in gear, they just flew for a couple of months. And I think they still have a similar potential. Yeah. We'll see how it is. You know, Jurgen Klopp dealing with this many games. That's, that's the one drawback I have, um, you know, his inexperience to deal with a team that has played so many games. So we'll see how that goes. Um, okay. So let's turn our attention to Arsenal, uh, the Spurs. Or, excuse me, Spurs rival Arsenal. Are they going to win the league? Yes or no, James? I want to know this right now. No. Okay. Uh, reason why? Give me give me one reason why. Well, I think Manchester City is going to win the league. Um, no. And playing. to be fair, I just even though we've been talking about Arsenal, you know, I, I we've been down this path before with Arsenal. Okay. Okay. When they first signed Ozil and Sanchez, I was like, yes. This is it. They've finally done it, and they didn't. And so, <laughs> until until I see it, you know, I just can't. I can't. I'm not ready to coronate them yet. Sorry. Okay, no problem. The Charlie Brown effect. All right. What about you, Andre? Do you think Arsenal will win the uh, EPL this year? I'm gonna stay consistent. I said this in the beginning of the year when I got excited about their community <laughs> chill performance. So I'm gonna. <laughs> So I'm going. I'm going to stay with Arsenal now. My head is telling me Manchester City is a better team. Yeah. But I think, like we've talked about with cohesion, I think this is the only other team that you could think of that possibly contend with City on this. Even yeah. though sometimes they're mental midgets at times, but you know, I think this is the team that, if anybody's there to challenge them, I think they could do it. I know, like Andre and I are backing Arsenal at this point, and then when like one of these big games comes up against one of the top tier opponents, can you imagine the mindset? Uh, you know, that we are backing these Arsenal players who who have consistently failed under Arsene Wenger to win these games. I know it's 
See, I, I, after they lose, I have to take a nap because I get mine a couple of times. I was like, you know what? Let me just turn off the Twitter and just get <laughs> off of here. <laughs> uh, James, you got, any, you got anything else for Andre? What else do we want to cover? Um, I'm trying to think about uh, major stories, you know. Um, oh, oh, no, have, I want to ask him this. Uh, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, James. There's one more thing I had on, on here. Um, Andre, James and I are always looking at trying to, to tie this back into the MLS club here in Atlanta, Atlanta United. And mm-hmm. I wanted to get your thoughts on the Americans' approach, how you think it will be accepted, especially here in a city like Atlanta, as far as the academy goes, as opposed to going to college and playing soccer? Um, I, don't, I don't see it changing that much. I think if – because those teams, you know, Carlos Bocanegra, I consider smart enough to know what type of players or what academy players he would like to just make the step up. So I think really you're going to get one or two of those guys to come up, get get professional offers, get homegrown offers, and the other guys go off to college. If they play two, two or three years, those guys are probably, you know, hopefully they're keeping a good eye out on them and saying if they see them playing well, hey, we'll bring them in. So I don't really, I don't think the approach should change too much. I think if you get the best players, if you bring in the best players and say come in, play for our professional team, that's fine. It, you know, graduate the other ones and the the ones that, you know, don't make the grades, go to college. If they begin to show and prove, then there's a spot on the team. So I don't think it should change too much. I think there's just going to – obviously there's going to be a gradual importance more and more on academies and college, but – the college system's always going to be there, especially for those late boomers. I mean, think of Graham Zuzzi. I mean, he wasn't even expected to, to come out in the draft, I mean, after his senior year. Or he was a late pick, you know, played all four years. So those type of guys are always going to be there, but it's kind of good having that system to where those academy kids who are the best and most talented could go up straight to the professional ranks. I agree. I think there can be a great uh, blend system. Uh, Diocese Artist is a, a great example of that. Someone who yep. played for the LA Galaxy Academy, but then went on to Cal State Bakersfield and played really well mm-hmm. there. And eventually signed uh, with LA. So I think you know, it's, it's like, the more options there are, the, the better it's going to be, and the more that that um, kids can make the best choice for them. You know, like you said, whether that's following a professional dream or or, or uh, getting a degree. Um, if there was a final question that I would like to ask, okay. it would be if you could deliver one message to Seth Blatter, <laughs> what would it be? <laughs> we, we have to put Seth Blatter in, in every podcast, just so you know. It's, 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 it's an ongoing segment of ours. Okay. I would tell uh, one message. One message. Run. Run. <laughs> Run to your island that you have and stay there. You can hang out with Jack Warner if he's able to get, get if he's able to get out and hang out, man. I, I think that's the only message I could send him because everybody's coming for him. 
I know. I need more Jack Warner videos in my life, though. That, oh, man. I, 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 like, I can't live without those. I don't kind of want him to be thrown away as much as I do. I, I really need those videos. They are the best, man. I mean, the, the way the way sex is kind of, you know, just does one thing and then does another, and then goes, oh, well, you know, I didn't mean what I said earlier, but now I mean what I said. Who is this guy? He sounds like a college, a, a college basketball coach in loop. <laughs> but we won't get into that right now. Uh, anyways, we appreciate you coming on, Andre. Um once again, no this Bongo Podcast. Hey, Tim, tell everybody where we're, we're located out throughout the interwebs. Yes, you can go find us on SoundCloud at Golden Gold Pod. You can find us uh, at our individual Twitter handles at JamesCar89 at CollinsDrew. Uh, you should be able to find us on iTunes. You search for the Golden Gold Pod. Yes, you definitely can find us on iTunes. Be sure to follow Andre as well. At AHT4005, Andre. We appreciate your time. Um, we'll have you again on soon. All right. Thank you for having me. All right. Till next week, this has been the Golden Gold Podcast. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.